Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to episode number 21 with Justin Bennett. Justin's going to talk today about don't forget to think about the future. A lot of times you get so caught up in your day-to-day that you don't think about things that are so far down the road. So Justin, tell us about this. Matt, this conversation surfaces quite a bit, predominantly with those people that may be close to or at this thing called retirement. And what ends up happening is as the years become less before which somebody might transfer into this retirement phase, their consideration to their planning becomes more serious. Now, what happens, though, is there's oftentimes just a lack of time to properly navigate that planning conversation in the most prudent way. So if we kind of back up a little bit, Matt, What I've learned over the years is that for the most part, people are growing families, having children, trying to raise them to be quality human beings, and simultaneously they're working and, you know, part of the reason behind which they work might be some purpose, but mostly driven to make a couple of bucks. And, you know, let's just say, you know, over a 20 or 30 year span, that person was able to successfully raise some children and then ultimately they were able to accumulate some money. And let's just say that they always thought about or, you know, planning on a very short term basis. So it became like, you know, every time they looked at or thought about their planning or their money, it only was a a lookout of call it one to three years because it frankly was very difficult to think beyond that time frame because so much will happen within that time frame and certainly beyond. So it becomes very, very easy to kind of just stay near term looking around planning. And so what I think happens if we just simply look at those that are close to or at retirement, you know, let's just have a number, right? And let's just say somebody was able to, whether it be through hard work or luck or both, you know, they were able to accumulate, I don't know, call it three or three to five million dollars of of money, right? And that does not include, let's say, their their primary residence, which happens to be mortgage free. And, you know, they have this three to five million and let's just pick the number in the middle. Let's call it four million bucks. And so we're trying to think this through here and say, okay, if somebody arrives, you know, at retirement and they've got $4 million, I think if we all stop and we think about $4 million, it's like, Hey, that's not so bad. That's a pretty decent sized chunk. And, you know, I would, I would agree with that. Right. So I think, you know, what ends up though happening is the responsibility of that $4 million is now such that it has to generate income for the next 30 years. And why I say 30 years is because oftentimes there's two spouses and you have to look at a joint life expectancy and actuary tables tell us that there's a high probability that we're looking at 30 years. So you've got $4 million that now has to create income, right? Because it's no longer a person at work. It's now money at work. 
to be able to derive that income. And so the income, knowing that it has to last 30 years, creates this kind of behavior around that $4 million, which again, I would agree. And I think most of our listeners, Matt, would agree that $4 million is a decent size you know, number. And so what needs to be understood or discussed or at least talk through is when people are growing their families and saving and trying to do the right thing in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they're not quite at that thing called retirement with the $4 million in, in the bank, but rather you can kind of narrate a story for them and with them, or at least we can do that fairly well based on the parameters that we know to be true with the client, we can then get to some sort of a number. And like, we sh- like we're talking here, we're going to say 4 million, right? So now let's just think about this. I mean, I think the very, very normal and common thought process while working and growing families and trying to get to this future point, the, the mindset is that they're going to take 4 million bucks and they're going to take a safe withdrawal rate. So $4 million, picture this, it's locked in a box, right? So you have a box and there's a, there's a lock on it, but on the side of the box, there's like a spigot, right? And if we go over the spigot, we, we, we kind of turn the knob out drips income or interest, right? So now this interest or this income that's dribbling out of this side spigot of this box that's locked with $4 million inside of it creates this income. And, you know, people are just living on the interest or following this, this mantra that the mass media puts out there because they are fearful of, you know, blowing through, or I should say spending that $4 million over the 30 years that we just mentioned. So what ends up happening is, you know, $4 million, you know, at 4% interest, which is in question by the American college as to whether or not that's a safe withdrawal rate. They're questioning whether it should be 3%. So let's just say it's 4%. So you've got 4% on $4 million, which is $160,000, right? But if let's say that's income and that's coming out of qualified plans or it's just interest off of non-retirement money, all of that 160 is subject to income taxes. So not knowing what taxes might be, we assume 30% between federal and if there may be a state income tax where somebody might reside, that nets down to $112,000 a year or on a monthly basis, that's $9,000, a little bit more than $9,000. It's $9,300. But I think in addition to the taxes, there's also this thing called inflation. And that to me is humongous, humongous, and oftentimes discounted. And it's discounted when people work because they have this propensity to spend more the next year because their income is going up incrementally year over year. So they truly don't feel the effect of inflation because they have cost of living adjustments. They have greater performance the following year around the profession that they're in as compared to the previous year because they're just more skilled. So they're not truly understanding this thing called inflation. But if you get to this point and of call it retirement and you've got $4 million kicking off 4% interest, pre-tax 160 a year, after tax $9,300 a month, after inflation, that could be, you know, $5,000, four or $5,000. And so, you know, when you think about it, it's like, wow, $4 million, which we all agree is a lot of money, is translating into year one of a 30-year period, call it 
you know, four or five thousand dollars a month. And so I think part of what we try to do, you know, with the people that we work with and talk to is just educate them that around, you know, if we follow this traditional mindset and this traditional paradigm and we just were successful during our creation years and we never gave consideration to what planning could look like over a 60 year period, 30 years of creation, 30 years of distribution, then I think what happens is people end up getting to a future point and not being so happy with the results, even off of a sizable number like $4 million. So I think, you know, maybe we wrap up here, Matt, and just say that, you know, it's really, really important that we kind of narrate this, you know, forward-looking planning and, and, and thought process on what money looks like over the long term as it relates to how current day financial decisions are made when people are growing families and working hard in their business. So I think it's really, really important and we're happy to support those who want to spend a little bit of time with their planning and creating some structure and discipline around what's possible. Wonderful. Thank you, Justin, for your thought leadership today. Thanks, Matt. And this was episode number 21 with Justin Bennett. Don't forget to think about the future. For everybody at Bennett Financial, this is Matt Halloran. We'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon.